You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. The parable that we're going to talk about is something that's not only misunderstood, but it's hard to understand. That's why a lot of people misunderstood this parable. It's a parable of the shrewd manager. In another version, they say it's the parable of the dishonest manager. All right. So now, in Luke 16, verse 1 and He also said to the disciples, there was a rich man who had a manager and charges were brought to him that this man was wasting his possessions. And he called him and said to him, what is this that I hear about you? Turn in the account of your management for you can no longer be manager. And the manager said to himself, what shall I do since my master is taking the management away from me? I am not strong enough to dig and I am ashamed to beg. Verse 4, I have decided what to do so that when I am removed from management, people may receive me into their houses. Let's bow down our heads and pray. Lord, we thank you for this time. Lord, we thank you for eight weeks of the parables. Lord, I pray that you would once again do a work in our hearts and in our minds today. May you disturb us. May you change our mindset when it comes to work and when it comes to doing what we're supposed to do. So I pray, God, that starting today, there will be a difference in how we would view our business, how we would view our jobs, how we would view the relationships around us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. So, in this story, okay, we would see that there was this guy who was dishonest. He was... He was not doing well at work. He was lazy. He might have been cheating on time. And so, the master came to him and told him, Today is your last day. Ito na yung conversation where you're fired. Today is your last day, uh, so tomorrow I won't see you again. And this manager now, as we can see in verse 2, was given this deadline. You can no longer work for me. And in verse 3, he said to himself, Now what will I do? Tomorrow, I have no more job. The problem is I'm old. Nobody would hire me anymore. And the only thing I can do is management. And I can no longer do these things. I don't know where I will stay. My retirement is not that good. I didn't manage my finance well. And and I don't know if people would receive me into their house because I'm old. And nobody would want me. right? And so... What he did was so summoning his master's debtors, one by one, he said to the first, How much do, do you owe my master? He said, A hundred measures of oil. He said to him, Take your bill and sit down quickly and write fifty. Knowing it was his last day and he had no friends because he was a dishonest ma- manager, he went around and he looks at Joey and tells Joey, Joey, may utang sa, sa business namin, di ba? At tinatakbuan mo kami, di ba? How much? Oh, that, that's close to a million pesos. He says, cut it in half, give me 500,000. Joey, oh, really? 500,000? Yeah. But you have to do it today because I'm fired tomorrow. So I need to get your money now. I'm giving it to my master. And so he closes the deal and gives it to the master and tells the master, Master, here's your 500,000 from Joey Augustine who runs away from, from his uh, obligations. Right? Now the master's happy. And then he goes to the next guy and he tells the next guy, and how much you, Roy, how much do you owe the master? Oh, a hundred measures of wheat now make it eighty. But you have to do it today, twenty percent discount if you write the check today. So Roy writes a check and gives it to the manager, and the manager gives it to the master. Okay. Now what was he doing? 
Sounds familiar ba to? These lines? Have somebody told you already, today's your last day, you've been so bad at work, you've either shaped up or I'll fire you tomorrow. I hope as Christians, you won't go to that point of conversation where your master or your boss tells you, ang tamad mo, hindi ka marunong, nakailang sermon na ako sa'yo, hindi ka pa rin nagbabago. Christians tayo eh. Dapat walang mga ganitong conversation. Pero syempre, nagkakaroon ng mga ganitong conversation. And that's when you start to shape up. It means there's so much greatness and potential in you, you're not using it just because you're lazy. And the guy was really good. He knew how to talk to people. He knew how to leverage the time and opportunity he has to please the master. And so he goes out and does great work on his last day only. All these years, he was lazy, he was, not, uh, he was not to be trusted, he wasn't doing any work, and now on the last day, he shows his greatness. And he tells the master, Master, now I'm able to give you uh, more than a half a million pesos on my last day with the accounts that were dormant. And, and so after this, now imagine, Jesus was talking to the disciples, he was talking to the Christians at the time. This was a dishonest man, a lazy man. And for sure, in the mind of the crowd, oh... Si Jesus is about to rebuke us because we're lazy, nagpaparinig si Lord, dahil dishonest tayo, we cheat on our time. Diba? 5 o'clock ang dismissal, pero 4.30, naka, nakaayos na tayo. Diba? Inuwi mo yung band paper sa office. Diba? These are the things. Oh, okay, Jesus is about to say something that would rebuke us because of our attitude. But then in verse 8, the master commended the dishonest manager for his what? shrewdness. For the sons of this world are more shrewd in dealing with their own generations than the sons of light. To ni Jesus, Jesus now tells the disciples, you know what guys? You've got to be like this shrewd manager. This dishonest manager. Not because he's dishonest, but because he's shrewd. In the mind of the manager, sabi niya, I have only a little bit of time and a little bit of opportunity. And I have to use whatever time and opportunity I have to secure my future. I need to have friends. Now I can go back to Joey and tell Joey, Joey, may utang na loob. Si Joey sa akin, 500,000 discount yun. I'm going to your house. Okay? I'm gonna knock on the door, ring on the bell, knock on your window too, alright? Yung mga 90s dito. <laughs> Electrolux na Electrolux and the thing, no? So, di ba? Yung iba, what, what? Mom, what? Okay, okay. Right. You get it. YouTube it. Okay, so. Now, Joey is indebted to me and I've secured my future on this earth because I gave him a 50% discount. I actually can go to Roy. Remember the wheat, right? So I'm going. I, I've got a timeshare in your master's bedroom because I gave you 20% discount. Remember this face. You weren't paying. I gave you 20% discount. He secured his earthly future. And Jesus now tells the disciples, you know what Christians? Dapat ginagaya natin yung mundo eh. In this part, in this part of the shrewdness of the world, we need to follow them. They know how to use the little bit of time and the little bit of opportunity given to them so that they could secure their future. How much more we, the sons of light, the Christians, how much more we as Christians were given a little bit of time and a little bit of opportunity here on earth to what? 
And he says, I tell you, make friends for yourselves by means of unrighteous wealth, so that when it fails, they may receive you into what? Eternal dwellings. What the master was saying, was Jesus was saying was, the time, the gift, the business I've given you, leverage that. Sa Tagalog, gamitin mo. Make it a, a springboard to bring people to eternity. I do hope your influence, your platform, whatever God has given you, use that. Yung position na binigay ko sa'yo, use that. Yung mukhang binigay ko sa'yo, use that. I'm not kidding. Some of you have the gift of looks. Gwapo kayo, maganda kayo. Gamitin nyo yan, not just for you, but for the glory of God. Yung mga mahilig manligaw sa inyo, sabi nyo, hindi pwede unless you go to victory with me. I you leverage. Okay? Or your business, or your influence. Whatever that is God has given you, boss ka ng isang kompanya, use that now as a leverage for people to know Christ. I'm not saying do a required Bible study in your office. I'm saying use whatever influence you have that when you speak, people will listen. That's why as Christians, we need to be good at what we do. We need to have credibility. It's like a student who keeps on inviting people to the youth service and nobody wants to go because they know all his grades are failing. It's all red. So why would I believe you? I don't want to be like you. Or it's like a businessman na baon na baon sa utang, dami niloloko, ini-invite yung mga tao sa church kasi dito, okay sa church namin, okay to, yung pastor dyan, kapal kilay, di ba? Ayaw pumunta, bakit? Eh, manluloko ka eh. Wala kang success story you're not credible. How can you leverage something that you don't have? And so Jesus was actually telling the disciples, you know, we've got to learn from the world. The world have their own agenda. And they're very good in marketing their philosophies. Are we leveraging whatever influence we have? And for me, this is self-awareness. This is discovery of whatever gifts and talents that God has given me. It's not that I'll be proud of it. It's just I know I'm good at this. And therefore, I leverage this. Not because I'm bragging, just because I know God has given me this. It's me acknowledging it is all God, and I'm using this now to bring people into eternal dwellings. Very simple story, right? Anong meron kay? What do you have? Your business, your career, your influence, your leadership, your platform, your relationships. What do you have that you can use to leverage to bring people into eternal dwellings? Anong binigay sa'yo ni Lord? Use that now and bring people into the kingdom of God. Now, I will end here. But, since this is special today, okay, I've invited someone to come up here and share and dig deeper into the scripture. Okay? Because he's lived this out. Right? I'll introduce to you Bonnie. Uh, Bonnie Desus is uh, one of our Victory Group leaders who's been used in the marketplace. He's a business consultant. Uh, he is the president of LTL Consultants, consulting uh, billion peso industries in the Philippines today, right? And uh, he's used whatever position, influence, leadership that God has given him to open doors to the marketplace. So, ginagamit niya ngayon yung influence niya, yung leadership niya, to bring a lot of unchurched people into the kingdom of God. He's helped so many people. He's coaching a lot of startup entrepreneurs because of his heart to serve God. What is he doing? 
He's now using whatever God has given him, the talents, the skill. It's, it's knowing, I'm good at this, and I'll use this now as a jumping board so people would get to know Jesus. Not, this, not that he... Hindi po siya nagba-Bible study five days a week. He actually does a lot of consulting without Bible verses. But they would see and say, why are you helping me? Why are you doing this? And later on, they would get to know his God, his faith, and the church. And he's used that to reach hundreds in the marketplace today. So let me call on Bonnie uh, De Jesus to come up here just to share to us more on what the scripture is all about. And then we'll end. Thank you very much. I see a lot of business people here. Most of you I know. I was wondering why uh, Pastor Dennis asked me to preach today. It's actually my second time no? to preach ever in my life. I think he got me because of my eyes. Small, just like him. You know, three years ago, Pastor Dennis uh, and I had lunch and he shared a burden to me. And uh, it's about uh, equipping business people in church as well as outside the church. And so, for many months, I was thinking about it until my wife said, you know, if it's going to be businessmen's fellowship, it's got to be headed by you. So I said, this must be God telling me. It's now a command. It's no longer a a still small voice, a command from my wife, the Holy Spirit. So, anyway, my wife's not here. Now, recorded to Alamon. Recorded, ba? Yeah. We started a journey. We said, we're going to discover what we have in God. And there's so much there that we can do something about it in the marketplace. Let's see what God is asking us to do. There were three of us, and then we became. 10 to 12, uh, under the oversight of Pastor uh, Lee. And then this is where we are right now. About 100 met. Uh, and, and we are exploring. That's why it's, it's formatted like uh, MBA. It's case studies. There's interaction. And we're trying to discover what we have. And trying to coach one another. How to improve what we have. And how to, to impact the world. You know, uh, I'm very well, uh, very familiar with business because I'm a consultant. I, I deal with, uh, with business people outside. That's why I'm, I'm very interested in the parable. Before, I used to say it's so hard to understand, but now I, I understand it. I started my business uh, during the Marshall Law days where business people were struggling. I catered to small businesses like hardware stores, bakery shops, etc., they were small and struggling because the interest rates at the time were something like 25 to 30%, very high. So I found a source where I can give them something like 18%. They were happy about it. So I was helping a lot of business people. And it was difficult at the time because the income, the income was small. I was starting a family. But step by step along the way, I studied the business. I studied why business people succeed, why some fail. And then now I find myself catering to multi-billion business companies. Where I am now, it's by the grace of God, but it's a lot of, it's a lot of hard work. I can relate to the uh, businessman in Shrewd Manager. I, I see a lot of those. And in fact, I can see that a lot of you can see a lot of these people, the, the Shrewd Manager. Who is this honest? This honesty is really not good, no? In fact, I had an experience before. I was with my family. 
we went to Subic on the vacation, and then going back, we saw this vendor selling crabs. No, they were heavy and they were moving. No, parang sabi namin ang sarap nito tonight. Ah, pag-uwi natin, we'll have crabs. So we had it cooked. We sat down for dinner, and then my 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 son opened one crab, and then it was rotten, meaning it died. It died three days ago, probably. And then sabi namin, eh, apat pa naman yan nandiyan. Okay lang, sabi ni mama niya. Hindi, okay lang sa akin, hindi na makain ng crab. So, lo and behold, you know what happened? One by one, we opened it. And they were all rotten. Dishonest, di ba? Dishonest. So, we were fuming mad. And suddenly, our meat appeared with sardines on the table. So, seafood pa rin. For the first time, sardines tasted like crabs. So, this honesty is not what Jesus is saying to emulate. It is the shrewdness. Let's see what shrewdness is. Shrewdness is about being clever, being smart, being sharp-witted, savvy. These are, these, these are synonyms, no? Antonyms naman, dal amateur shallow. In a given situation... Are you prepared? In a given situation, are you going to complain, whine? Are you going to surrender? Of course, not. The shrewd manager, instead of complaining and whining and finding himself hopeless, he actually used the situation, turn it around for his own benefit. There are two kingdoms that Jesus is trying to show us. There are two kingdoms. The kingdom of men and the kingdom of God. There, is, there could be shrewdness in both kingdoms. The, 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 in the kingdom of men, the manager was shrewd. We in the kingdom of God, we can be shrewd as well. In other words, we don't give up. We can have the same situation, desperation. I was desperate before. I got employed. Twelve years I was in employment, but salary was not enough. I said, I'm starting a family. This cannot be. I want more. And therefore, in that desperation, I started my own business. It was difficult. Who is the master of the shrewd manager? It is the rich man. The rich man had limited resources, correct? Limited resources. Who is the master in the kingdom of God? It is God. Unlimited resources. Somebody we can trust because unlike the rich man, God cares for us. His intention, his good purposes are all for us. Unlike the rich man, his intention is just for himself. And so, what is the motivation of the rich man? It's self-preservation, his own security, correct? But what is our motivation? When I saw the kingdom of God, when I started, joining, when I started attending victory, I saw that it's much larger than myself. It is the kingdom of God now. My motivation, where God placed me, there is, it is intentional in God's heart. Where God placed me, it is to advance the kingdom of God. It becomes bigger. And therefore, the ways are different. The resources are bigger. God owns everything. And the ways are different. Its principles are different. For example, the Bible says that if you start in small things, God will give you bigger things. If you are faithful with small things, God will give you bigger things. That's one principle. The other principle is it is in us to create value. 
God our Creator created us in His image and likeness. Therefore, each one of us has the ability to create. We are all creative, correct? Do you agree? But one truth I realized as I, as I went through business, one, thing, one important thing I realized, creativity is natural, but discipline is not. I have seen a lot of people who are less creative than those who are very creative, and they succeeded. I have seen a lot of people who are very creative, but they ended up not using their creativity at all. Very important discipline. That's why in business, discipline is very important. And so, who is the God of this, of this guy? The God of this guy is money. That's why Jesus said about God of money. The God of this guy is money, actually. Money is a very cruel God. It will end into nothing, actually. But who is our God? Who are we serving? Wherever we are, we may be an artist, we may be a musician, we may be an employee, we may be a businessman. Who are we serving? We are serving God whose resources He has placed in our hands. It's unlimited. He's backing up with His principle and His ways and He's saying, don't give up. I have something for you, a place in my kingdom. All right. So let me give you an example. This is Rudy Guillen. He was seated right there in the 9 o'clock service. And I'm amazed because he, he, he told us about his testimony during the Businessmen's Fellowship. He was, he was uh, he, this guy actually is married. He's got a post already. He runs 42K. That's discipline. He actually built six companies. I, I know that most of you can relate to this. Many of you can relate. He actually built six companies all profitable in technology. How he got there is amazing. He told us about him being the son of a farmer. There were 15 of them actually in the family. Siblings, 15 siblings. Can you imagine? Do you know if anybody who has 15 siblings? He, he, he was raised in Negros actually. Uh, my theory is that there is no electricity in Negros. That's why they, they reach 15. That's hard, no? That's hard. That's tough. His dad is a Christian, Bible-believing Christian. I am sure he was praying for him. After high school, he was sent to college in Manila, Adamson. He studied industrial engineering. And he met his wife-to-be, si Ellen. And you know, after college, because there was no, not, not going to be any more allowance, there were 15 of them, he started applying for a job only to find out that nobody will take him because he was sick with TB. And so instead of whining, complaining, probably he might have gone to back to, to his dad you know, in that situation. He was desperate. But he used his desperation to advance. You know what he did? He said he knew how to repair intercoms from his brother who was doing that. And then he started offering services I can repair your intercom. And then he saw an opportunity. He bought a typewriter, a rusty one for 50 pesos. And then he started pounding on the typewriter, producing proposals for companies to install intercoms. The kind of business that he has now is so different from what he started before. It's technology, it's high security systems. Can I understand? It's like, like, you're, you're just looking at the door and the door opens for you. It, it unlocks. It's so high-tech. You know? and, and he's got partners who are really high-tech. And so, 
who can imagine that at that point we're in, he's pounding on a rusty typewriter, desperate, and by the way, his father-in-law did not like him. Because that's not the culture among Chinese. His, his wife is Chinese. Did not like him. And out of desperation, rejection, he was typing on the typewriter. Who would have imagined that he would get to wherever he is now? Mm. Running 42K. He was sickly. Sick of TV. Now he's running 42K. I can only run 2K. Now, in conclusion, let me, sh- let me tell you. The kingdom of God is advancing but forceful men will have to take hold of it. So be shrewd. What does shrewdness mean? Shrewdness means hindi kasusuko. Shrewdness means you know the vast resources that you have, just like the shrewd manager. He knew the resources that he has. He knew the kind of character that he has. He knew what faith is all about. Be shrewd in applying faith. Number two. Diligently study as you plod along in your career. Don't miss the word of God. Diligently study. And grow in the area of your concern. If it's finance, learn about finance. If it is marketing, learn about marketing. If it is any field, actually, learn it, master it, and apply the principles of the kingdom. And draw from His grace. We know that you will have you will have the grace of God wherever you are and the power of God. Ang problema lang kasi, minsan, andun ang grace and power of God, sabi natin, eh, bahala na si Lord. We're not developing the skills, we're not developing the character, bahala na si Lord. Hindi nagwa-work yung grace. And then, use faith in every situation. We are armed with faith. We cannot be defeated. And then, have a vision. It's not only about me. It's not only about my family. It's bigger than that. God cares for me and my family. But there is something that He placed in us. Resources at our, at our command. And to advance the kingdom wherever you are. No one else can do it except you. If you're placed in architecture, whatever that field is, in the place of work, no one can advance the kingdom of God except you. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I hope you didn't miss out on what Bonnie was saying, especially point number two. Most of the things that he wrote here, we actually do except point number two. We're full of faith. We pray, fasting, Lord, breakthrough. Lord, I declare, open the floodgates of heaven. Question is, are you hireable? Are you growing in the expertise and the call, the path that God has for you? Because if you don't upgrade yourself, there's no way you can leverage on whatever God has given you. Because you're not good. Napansin niyo manager? He was actually good. But it came out on the last day. The little bit of time and opportunity you have, you've got to learn how to cultivate that. It should be instinct. Okay? When I say instinct, if God gives you this, example, God gives you this, instinctively as a Christian, you're thinking, okay, how can I improve on this? How can I market this? How can I make this grow? Whatever God has given me, whether it's a career that God has placed in your lap, now how do I grow in this career? If it's a, 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 a relationship that God has placed in your life, how do I cultivate this? How can I make this grow? Because I know one day I'm going to leverage on it. I'm going to use this to bring people into eternal dwellings. The Bible says in verse 
16, continuing the story, one who is faithful in very little is also faithful in much. And one who is dishonest in a very little is also dishonest in much. If then you have not been faithful in the unrighteous wealth, who will entrust to you what? True riches. How can you get true riches if you can't be faithful even with the small things that God has entrusted you with? When uh, Rudy was telling his story, you see Rudy, when Rudy was telling his story, he mentioned a sentence that struck me. He said, nobody wanted to hire me because of his TV. Nobody wanted to hire me, so I hired myself. I did whatever it takes. It took to get a job, to be successful at what I do, because I know this is what God has given me. And because of that, he's grown up into six companies, has helped out institutions, charitable organizations, has helped out the church, is an active member of our church, and has helped out many poor people because of his business. He has used his business now as a jumping board to bring the gospel to the lost world. But it all started when nobody wanted to hire him. So he hired himself. Question for everyone here. Will you hire you? If you're going to start a business, will you hire you? Will you get you? Or will you fire you? Singles, will you marry you? Hindi, unstable ako Guapo ako, pero unstable ako. Will you marry you? Because if your answer is no, don't court someone. Because she won't even marry you. Will you hire you? Would you like to work with you? Mani English. <laughs> but I hope you understand what I'm saying. Will you hire you? Will you work with you? Will you be encouraged with you? If, you're, if little things you're entrusted and you make it grow, God will entrust you with bigger things. Therefore, He can entrust you with true riches. And if you have not been faithful in that which is another's, who will give you that which is your own? If you can be faithful with this small thing, how can God give you a bigger one? No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Remember, the Lord did not commend the dishonesty. He commended the shrewdness. He says, we need to be shrewd like that dishonest manager. I hope Starting today, you would look at your business, your career, you differently. You would now say, Lord, what are my giftings? What's my strength? Lord, how can I use this town to leverage so I can bring people into eternal dwellings? That's your purpose. Imagine if your very purpose in life is just about you. It's so shallow. Now that you hired you, now that you're successful you, what happens next? You die, you. There must be something else. Eternal perspective. Lord, whatever you've given me, whether it's a skill, a talent, okay, whether it's in career, okay, whatever you've given me, Lord, may I use that so that I can bring people into the kingdom of God. And again, all the things that goes in this to make this happen, I've got to do great work. I've got to be credible, character-wise. I've got to be good with people. I've got to develop and cultivate the skills that God has given me so that I can, when I speak, I can bring people 
into the kingdom of God. It's a challenge for everyone here. Estudiante, businessman, career. Are you using whatever God has given you, the little bit of time, the little bit of opportunity that God has given you to bring people into the eternal dwellings? Be shrewd. Starting today, be smart. Outwit people. Study, learn, grow. Because God requires that of His people. Can we bow down our heads and pray? Lord, we thank You, Lord, for this short, simple, powerful story about the shrewd manager. Lord, I know, Lord, that You're speaking to us the same way You were speaking to the disciples at the time. Lord, You were pointing out something that is very important that we as a church can totally miss out. Lord, to use whatever platform, influence, leadership, business, money, relationships that we have to bring people to a saving knowledge of their Savior, Jesus. Lord, may we get the spirit of the parable. Lord, may we see, Lord, that even with someone like Rudy, Lord, who came from a very poor family, to Bonnie, Lord, who's consulting billionaires on their business. Lord, wherever you place us, whatever open doors, it could be in social media, it could be an influence in the next generation. Lord, it could be in our own, own company that I own. It could be I'm a manager, Lord. I'm given a managerial position. Lord, whatever you've given me, I pray open my eyes so that I might grab a hold of that little bit of time and that little bit of opportunity to secure people into eternal dwellings. Lord, I pray, Lord, start to do a work in us today. Lord, that we would look at our business differently. We would look at our earnings differently. We'll look at our bank account differently. Lord, that we would see, Lord, all these things that you've opened up, all the blessings that has come our way. Lord, has eternal impact if used in the proper way. Lord, teach us how to leverage our strengths our gifts, our instinct to cultivate whatever is given to us. Starting today, our thank you. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.